0: Hello, sports family. You are here with Jens and Larissa on the Mental Game Sports Podcast. This podcast is for every sport, every athlete, every coach, and every athlete's parents around the world because all of you matter and deserve to have the best experiences and have a healthy relationship with your sport.
1: We're talking to athletes, coaches, parents, trainers, sports psychologists, sports associations about what's happening in sports and how we can create a healthier environment to prevent mental health issues.
0: We want to help equip organizations, coaches, athletes, and parents to have healthier relationships and to allow the athletes to fully enjoy their career by developing mental strength and
1: resilience. If you're a sports organization, we consult athletes, coaches, and parents and change procedures and protocols to create a healthier respectful competitive environment where the athlete can excel to their optimum performance If
0: you feel that you have a story or something that adds value to our mission feel free to reach out we want to hear from you about your experiences so we can work together on solutions
1: you can contact us on instagram at the mental game in sports or on facebook at The Mental Game with Jens and Larissa.
0: Well, hello there, Miss Ashley Binder. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. How are you? We are excited, Jens and I, to have you here today. Yes,
1: totally stoked.
0: Yes. So I have to go through your background here because it's fairly extensive. Oh, thank you. And pretty cool, I might add. So I want to welcome you to The Mental Game podcast. And uh, you started playing sports when you were a kid. You started mm-hmm. writing sports, and you're sort of pushing the female canon of sports and making changes in women's sports in uh, the United States. Bravo! I don't know if anybody can see me clapping, but I'm excited <laughs> to meet you. Now you have you had a master's degree from uh, Rutgers University in communication information science. Yay! We mm-hmm. both have one of those. And um, and your two favorite teams, New mm. York Mets and New York Giants. Who I love the Giants. I have to admit. I love it, that. Oh, yeah. I actually, <laughs> one of my one of my bucket lists is to see a Giants game. Oh, you have to go. Yeah, you have yeah, to. I go. I want to see a Giants. Yeah. Game. Uh, so if you aren't watching watching uh, watching sports, Ashley, then you are basically found on a beach somewhere. Is that that's correct too? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And you've lived in New Jersey your whole life. Is that
2: my whole life?
0: And we went Never there briefly Louisville. on a bus tour and around and back on the bridge. <laughs> That's all we oh, yeah. <laughs> so I would do the like the proverbial <laughs> wave. Right. And then now you are, when you feel like you have writer's block, I, li- I really like this, that you shared this, you find that you have to get up, get out, go shoot some hoops, and just remove yourself to a different mindset. Right. -hmm. Right. So Ashley, you are here today on our podcast and I, I am just so excited. You're here to discuss um, your two articles, one about Maya Chaka and one about uh, Madeline Burke. And the first is breaking the glass ceilings um, with a newly appointed NFL referee, Maya Chaka. Did I say her name correctly? I want to say it correctly.
1: A big hello from me, too, and a thank you for being here, Ashley. We're privileged to have you, and uh, we're uh, excited to get this going and ask you some interesting questions. And, uh, you know, we could talk about a million things, but we would love for you to share why you started Sports Told by a Girl.
2: So I started Sports Told by a Girl as an undergrad student, and at the time, I was actually studying psychology. Uh, and I had no interest in sports <laughs> sports writing. Uh, I loved sports, always was a huge, huge fan. I would always talk sports with um, a bunch of my guy friends. They'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they respected my opinion, but they also were like, we don't really want to hear it.
1: Right. So
2: I I took a class um, in education, actually. And the whole uh, class was just um, maintain a website. And I started Sports This Girl that way. And the teacher was like at the end of the semester was like, you know, you're pretty good at this. You should keep mm. going. And that's literally the story. It's all, you know.
0: I like how that, simple. that was. It's really
2: that simple. It, it's it's simple. pretty crazy.
0: Yeah.
2: It's like a thing, you know, I just gotta take chances. I took this class and I didn't expect anything, and here
0: I am. You know? I think it worked out pretty well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: Thank you. I'd say so.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Well, you 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 have your favorite sports and what can you tell our listeners what those are and how long you played them
2: so my favorite sport is basketball i just love everything about basketball i love the players i love how they use their platforms um i love the culture of like you can you can have a personality in the sport, you know, in the NFL, it's kind of like, you know, no fun league, you know, celebrations yeah. are illegal sometimes, you know, and the NBA, the WNBA really let their athletes use their platform and speak up on important issues. And just thinking of basketball for me, it means so much to me because um, when I was growing up, my mom coached uh, boys and girls high school basketball. So I've always grown up around basketball. Yeah. So I just love it's just something very comforting about basketball
0: to me what what uh position were you are you what position yeah basketball
2: mm-hmm.
0: oh god yes yeah what like did
2: you play forward or no i played guard, a yeah, guard. yeah i could, were
0: you a good uh three-pointer yeah now i have nails, so you mm-hmm. know it's no. a little difficult <laughs> I made an extra step in to get that two pointer from a long way. away. <laughs> that was me. I'd have to do, I was, I was consistent from the line and threes, but not from the top. I don't know. Really? What happened. Yeah, I know. That's I, it, interesting. It's just the way, That's it's not, the way it went. I know.
1: I used to play basketball. <laughs> I did actually, I played on the army team in Germany. It was actually us. We had a small U S army base and, uh, I played with them and played with them in tournaments and I was pretty good. And then I blew up my shoulder and that was the end of it. That's oh,
0: not wow. good. Yeah. No. <laughs> your shoulder's taking a beating, Jens. Really? What
1: are you doing to your <laughs> not, shoulder? Not, not just my shoulders. <laughs> um, Ashley, your article about uh, Maya Chaka was wonderfully crafted. What made you gravitate to writing about her? What motivated you and inspired you?
2: You know, she she was hired during Women's History Month, and it was, I thought it was incredible that, like, we were witnessing women women making history in Women's History Month, and I was just like, wow, that is Mm a type of woman that I look up to, that I want to be, that I want to platform, that I want to promote, you know, it was incredible that Sarah Thomas was the first, but it was just so incredible to see Maya make that huge that jump, huge you know, especially with her, she, she speaks about how she spent like seven years in the, um, developmental league
1: mm-hmm. and
2: usually she would see people going to the NFL before her. Like, I can't even imagine that, how she yeah. must have felt yeah. seeing other people getting the opportunity before she did. So she has qualified yeah. as she
0: is. Right. So
2: and I just and think a, she's
0: incredible. A, a technical question. Don't, mm-hmm. don't you have to spend like I, there, to become an NFL ref I thought it was fairly difficult to yeah you have to go through a, a year or two of training plus pass all these tests am I not I, yeah. I could be very yeah. mistaken here I'm pretty sure she said it's at least
2: two years training in the training program yeah yeah now I'm not sure about tests I
0: really like the fact it gravitated to me because when I was reading it that she's a teacher and yes, her I mean, comment about the comparison to working in the NFL, there was one quote that you 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 had quoted her on. It's no different than working with students who are upset for the day. I thought this was just mm-hmm. so equatable. I love that. Yet I loved it. Yep. Because mm-hmm. It suited it suited it. But um, why did you include that quote in the article? Because you couldn't have. You didn't have to, but you did. Right. You know, I just felt that it made her even more relatable, because
2: okay. we've all had to deal with people that have had a bad day, and it's, how are you going to react, is the question. And sh- the fact that she's choosing to defuse situations, and that she has the, um, what's the word, Ugh, I can't Way think afraid. of the word, the experience of diffusing uh, situations with students, with high school students, I think that's going to be so incredible for her to bring to the league. It's really, really going to help, because you see... These players aren't bad players; they're just frustrated. That's all. They just want mm-hmm. someone, a ref, to listen to them, whether it be about a call, about the whole game. You know, they're just right. frustrated. And the fact that she's like, "I'm going to defuse it," I think that's fantastic. Yeah, I
1: totally agree. The um, her um, demeanor was sort of know,
0: of that I'm in this world. Me. I just I felt yeah. when I read the article, she seems like she's got a good head on her shoulders and. When she's Mm -hmm. got people that are another 150 pounds in her, she also has to be able to calm them down. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
1: Um, Maya mentioned her skill set. What skills do Madeline and her have in common? Because we see a similarity.
2: You know, they're definitely both hard workers. They're definitely tenacious women who are not willing to say no, you know, no matter... If they don't get on the first try, they're going to keep going. And that's something that's mm-hmm. so important for everybody to learn, that even if you don't get your first try, even if you see people passing you in life, it's still your turn yeah. to still come. It's still, still worry about you, still put in the hard work that you need to do because your time will come. And I think that's so yeah. fantastic. That they both talk about that, that it wasn't this easy road to get to where they are.
1: Yeah, you know, a lot of people underestimate the the hard work that that uh, is behind the success. You know, it doesn't. You don't wake up one morning and you're an NFL ref or an an, uh, NBA player. You know, people always see the the bright sides, but they don't see the hard work and the efforts that it takes, Mm -hmm. and the obstacles, especially for her being the first uh, uh, ref in the NFL. No, it's there's a lot of obstacles mm-hmm.
2: exactly now and usually you don't see this on social media usually those are the things that we keep hidden to ourselves and it's nice to hear women who are in these amazing positions
0: talk about that they have those <laughs> moments too because you know what this did for me
1: yeah
0: i thought hmm my daughter said to me the other day mom how come there aren't any nhl refs mm. How come there aren't I love that any, how come I don't see any women in broadcasting? How come I don't I see that. women in as prime minister in Canada? And I'm kind of going, huh. And I thought of all the little girls who may want to eventually be an NFL referee. She just gave them exactly. the pedestal and the roles and the tools in order to do that. I thought that was great for for young athletes to see that you have to keep going and be persistent, but they now mm-hmm. have a role model, which they didn't have before. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. exactly.
1: I have no doubt that it won't be long until the NHL will uh, follow suit and have a, uh, the first female referee. I have no doubt. It's going to happen.
0: Let's do that. Uh, I hope so. Or else they're going to hear so. from me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> My little voice squawking, (laughs) right? So um, you asked her, and I really liked how she answered this. Um, You asked Maya, you know, will you use your your platform for social justices? And do you remember the response she gave you? You I don't remember. You have it? I do. She said basically exactly what you said two minutes ago. (laughs) <laughs> and that you have to keep going and you have yeah. to be persistent. Mm-hmm. And she kind of, I think, was it there was a yes in there. Um, mm. but she was more about if I feel like if there's something that I feel right. meaningful about, I will. I I I like that. Like she will use it, but it was just nice of her to now she has the opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. She didn't We're have trying. that 30 days ago yeah. or whatever it was. Exactly, you know
2: exactly i love that she's going to use it to create even further change because she could just do nothing and she's already created enough change exactly right but the fact that she wants to keep going is like so inspiring so inspiring
1: absolutely yeah she could have just sat there and say hey i reached my goal um exactly. i'm here i'm done but uh, it's very honorable that she keeps plugging and uh fighting for women in sports that's fantastic
2: exactly Keeps me motivated because
1: oh i'm sure it keeps a lot of women motivated
0: yeah
2: to hear that
0: now the article that you i let's move on to madeline's article and i really like madeline madeline mm-hmm. they they do have similarities too and uh the article that. you wrote in um about madeline Bercht, who's a broadcaster resonated with me as a, as a personal athlete Cause I was always the girl in the neighborhood. I was one of the only girls who had to play with boys all the time. Mm. Like if I didn't learn <laughs> if I didn't if I didn't learn how to play sports quick, I'd be really bored playing marbles in the backyard by myself or yeah, something. Like, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you you chose to write about her. You choose to write, but why did you choose to write about her specifically?
2: So, as a Giants fan, um, oh, I okay. see her want- on my TV all
0: the time. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> She's literally on my TV all the time. And I was like, wow, how cool would that be if I got to interview her? And one day I was just like, you know what, let me just slide into her DMs on Instagram. And she replied. And she was super nice, super easygoing. Awesome. You know, I just love that she said, I didn't get it on my first try. And I see people younger than me getting Better opportunities, yeah. And I was just like, "Wow!" Like we've all felt that. That's like a universal feeling. We've seen people younger than us doing something that we wanted to do, no matter what it was. Right. And I was like, "Wow!" If she felt like that, because I think she's super successful. Like yes. I think she's incredible.
0: Yes, her resume. But to hear strong.
2: her just say that is just exactly, exactly. She could talk about any sport. She can do anything. Like. And to hear her say, you know, I see other people succeeding and I'm not, I was like, wow, mm-hmm. we all deal with these same insecurities, yeah. no matter where we go in our lives. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And she,
0: I like that her and Maya, both, both of these women that we were, were speaking about have resilience, persistence, exactly intestinal mm-hmm. fortitude, and there's a commonality mm-hmm. there in the people that you're writing about, definitely. Yeah, thank you, yes.
2: I like to see that, I like to make the articles as relatable to as all women as possible. I want as many women to take something from it as, as can. Even if you're not a sports fan, I still want you to feel something when you read it. I did. <laughs> yeah, I do. Thank you.
0: <laughs> that
1: makes
0: me feel good
2: I'm, I'm not a woman.
1: I'm not a woman Mom, when I felt for, you. for women. Thank you. That's, that,
2: yeah, no, that's I,
1: you know, I, I it totally resonates. And, you know, I am coming from a professional sports background and, you know, I've seen women grow into these roles and being more acknowledged and being more respected, but there's still so much room for improvement. And, you know, you know, you have uh, sports broad, female sports broadcasters and the heat that they're taking is absolutely disgusting and it's uncalled for. because you know there's so many males out there who feel like they know it all and women because you know some of them might have not played professionally Mm -hmm. or did any professional sports but that doesn't mean that they don't know their stuff you know we were watching NHL the other night and uh, my wife and I were watching and sorry I don't remember her name but my wife was like does she really know all of this, or is someone telling that in her ear? I'm like, no, she's really that knowledgeable. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of people who think that's just fake, but it's not. Mm-hmm.
0: You
1: know, it's and that yeah. needs to be acknowledged. Um, Madeline covered the NBA, NFL, but she really liked the Pack on Fox. Why did she like it so much? What was so special about the Pack on Fox for her?
2: So the Pac-Man Fox was her first uh, big break. It was her first show. Mm. So I think it was like her I made it moment kind of. Yeah, That's the way so. I read it
0: from your article. It kind
2: of like right. got that. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like that's where, you know, she felt like I've made it. Like she felt it inside of her and she believed in herself from there because since then she's just been everywhere. Sports everywhere. Illustrated. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Everywhere, everywhere. And as a, as a, like a, a local New Yorker, tv i see
0: her all the time like like on time. your local shows and that in your mm-hmm. so we've opened up her football. her selection of being chosen more mm-hmm. that's what yeah, that's done exactly oh good for her yeah okay. yeah. yeah i like yeah. that absolutely and now uh, madeline mentioned and i'd have to say at times when i'm i'm in a hockey setting or a very male dominated room, sometimes I get insecure, but I do know my stuff fairly well, Exactly. but I can't speak to everything because I just, I can't, I don't right. have that knowledge base. And sometimes I feel not insecure, but I just, I'll go quiet mm-hmm. and listen more. And she mentioned right. she had insecurities, but you, how did she mention getting through those?
2: You know, you, she just said that you have to just really push through it, you know, and just keep going. Because that's what she did. She just kept going, even if, you know, she was the only woman.
0: Yeah, she wasn't going to stop the
2: rules. So mm-hmm. you know,
0: basically her resilience then. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah, is so just such, those... it's
2: such an important factor as a woman to be resilient. Because yeah. someone's going to test you. It seems that way.
0: And that's why I want more girls to sign up for sports, yeah. because yeah, sports so is we where really we really do. learn. I mean, we have to yeah. teach it at home first. At home first, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. But sports really does catalyze that processing of choice, decisions, confidence, self-talk. But if our parents are not talking about those things at home as well, it makes right. it a little bit harder to learn. It just takes longer. Hmm
2: right but she sounds
0: like she nailed that pretty earlier on i think
1: yeah for sure yeah awesome uh ashley back to you what are your goals for sports told by a girl where do you see this going and where do you want it to go
2: um i really want to creep Keep making um, further original content. I would love to do some kind of documentary at some point in the future about Ooh. women in sports.
1: Maybe. Right? That's I think- awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think people need to understand what it's like to get bombarded with emails that are not the nicest emails. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I want to keep platforming women who I believe in. I want to expand and just be able to talk about even more sports and more issues in sports um I just want to keep growing and I want to help women find their voice most importantly I just want to keep doing that because that's the best feeling that ever is helping women find their voices
0: in this I see that gravitating on your website and on your social media and what you post is always so positive and And pushing them and look at this person look at this person because they're important right right like Jens and I are always saying you matter in space all of you every kid everyone it doesn't matter what level you're at and how if you're here in elitism or you're just starting out because those little ones down here if given the right tools they will get up there yeah they will they could surpass the people here exactly eventually or break the records or you know um oh i'm i want you to keep doing what you're doing
1: (laughs) thank you absolutely
0: (laughs) thank you guys yeah and i just wanted to give our listeners a couple of closing remarks but a few of the women that we talked about today have um definitely some very similar qualities i'd say Mm -hmm. So they, uh, and and you guys correct me, but it sounds like they resonate with the ability to self-talk their way through challenges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I like can, that. They can self-talk their way through when they're frustrated, when they're watching all these other people go up and they're still here. And that takes a lot of guts and intestinal fortitude to want to mm-hmm. keep going and how to keep working on yourself. Because no matter what, We all have to keep working on ourselves anyway. Yeah. It doesn't matter where we we have to keep working on ourselves. But I did hear this about three times. Patience. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) I didn't always have it on my way up in different levels of sports, but I'm glad that I had a good support system. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's so important. You know, and that's part of why we're doing what we're doing is to make sure that Young athletes, athletes at every level, have a good support system to keep their mental health intact. It's mm-hmm. so important.
0: It's yeah, awesome. That's basically our goal.
1: <laughs> yep. That's awesome. That's our mission.
0: All right. Well, Ashley, can you give everybody um, where they can find you, how to contact you, all that good stuff, information?
2: Yes. Um, so the website link is us. Uh, sports is told by a girl.com you can find us on twitter um, at sports is told on facebook sports is told by a girl um, on instagram sports is told by a girl i think that's it and pinterest sports is
0: told by a girl I'm, oh you're on pinterest too good for you awesome that's a lot <laughs> yes. to, that's a lot of work Actually, well, you know jens and i are so happy that we're here and you were sharing part of the work that you're doing not necessarily on a court, but the important work of giving female athletes a voice to follow and a voice to see and role models to see. So thank you so much for being here. Thank Thank you. you. It
1: was a pleasure having
0: you. Thank you guys so much. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you to all of our listeners. We appreciate your support as it adds to our mission. With each episode, we want to make someone in sports feel better and have a positive impact in our athletes' worlds. We are excited to share our self-evaluative leadership and coaching courses to corporations and sport associations.